0: I don't know. I'll figure this shit out. Mike is live, though. Hey, guess what? It's just me today. Does my voice sound a little weird? I don't know. We're going to have to find out because, well, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to tell you all about why my voice might be sounding slightly different. But I'm going to play his theme music first. So let's get it popping. Let's go. Hustle motherfucking hustle. Hustle motherfucking ass. Hustle motherfucking hustle. Hustle motherfucking must. Hustle motherfucking Yuss. Hustle, motherfucking Hustle, Hassle, motherfucking Hustle, Hassle, motherfucking hustle, motherfucking What's going on everybody? I'm Brent. And this is the Home Video Hustle Podcast, where we hustle, motherfucking hustle. Yes, unfortunately, you just got me this week. Homie PJ, MIA this weekend. So I got to come back to make sure y'all got some content, goddammit. And we're still in the Black History Month Marathon. The first week. So now, see, what day was that? That was Friday. I was on Instagram Live, and everybody was on there. I was unboxing a bunch of movies that my mom gave me, or she left here when she moved to North Carolina. And everybody was like, yo. What's coming up on the podcast this, this week? What's coming up on the podcast next month? And I was like, you know, I broke down and told you. but see, y'all thought y'all was learning something. Guess what? The schedule got flipped. Now you get to see how it feels to work on the home video hustle. You never know what the fuck will happen. We have everything scheduled out. And you never know when that curveball going to come. Because now we're talking about something different. We're supposed to be watching I Got the Hookup this week. But I'm not doing that without PJ. Fuck that. So I went to the list. I've been wanting to get back to the homies for a minute. If you're not familiar, there's like a company called Maverick Movies. They got the Maverick Black Cinema app. They specialize in just releasing independent black movies, and we fuck with them heavy. And they actually fuck with us. Like on Instagram, they always like our statuses and they've sent us movies in the mail before since these nice ass pins, man. Hey, if you listen, please give me a couple more of them pins. I was mad when them bitches dried out. But niggas sent a couple movies that um, we've done. Well, we've done one of the movies they sent us. The other one, there's, again, like I got the hookup. We pulled movies several times and had to change the schedule because there's certain movies I just would not do without PJ. And the one that, there's one that they sent us I really want to watch, but I need PJ to be there with me, so we ain't done it yet. But I fuck with them heavy because they fuck with the black filmmaking and all that. So I went to YouTube, their YouTube page, and I just pulled up a bunch of trailers. And I was like, let me just find one that seemed like it would give me something to talk about. And then I showed them some love at the same time. Promote them. Maverick Movies. Again, Maverick Black Cinema app. Go download that shit on, uh, uh what the fuck is it called? Pluto. Pluto TV. They got the Black Cinema joint. That's pretty much their shit on there. But then, like I said, they got their own apps, so check them out. Plugs. But no, this, um... <laughs> oh, real quick, so I'm sorry. I, meant to, I I said it, and then I went right past it. If my voice sounds a little bit different, I just came from the dentist, and I had to get that shit numbed up on the right side. So I kind of, in the camera, I'm, like, talking like Conway the Machine a little bit, because that one side is just, like, not moving at all. If you don't know who Conway the Machine is, first of all, go check him out, because that's it's it's hip-hop, of course. But he got good shit. Like, he's one of the newer rappers I actually kind of fuck with. Like him and the whole crew, for real. Westside Gun, you know, Benny the Butcher, they all got good shit. But so that's, I don't know if it sounds different. It feels different. But if it doesn't sound different, that's great. I shouldn't have called attention to it. But if it does sound different, that is why I don't want you to be confused. It legit feels like somebody like rocked my shit right now. Like somebody hit me right in the motherfucking jaw. And that shit is numb, 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 numb. numb. Like my tongue is numb. That's why I don't know how this is going to sound. But I thought, you know what? Just like the MMA episode. Emma May, not MMA. What was it? Was, oh, it was the COVID shot. I got the COVID shot during that, and you can you see that one was the progression or the like regression, I guess. I don't know which one, whatever word you want to use. Where I got sicker as it went on. This one I'm trying to see if I get better as it goes on. Not to spoil things, like a motherfucker. This might not be a long episode because I watched this yesterday too, which is usually a mistake for me and PJ. We usually have to do this shit immediately after we watch something, or else it's gonna be gone. And yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. So, without further ado, this is episode 245. I watched a movie called Blockburner, Not the uh, Hot Boy song, even though there is a reference to the Hot Boy song in the beginning. Blockburner came out in 2012. Hour and 39 minutes. IMDb score is coming soon, because I guess not enough people have watched it and voted on it. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has no scores either way. So, we're going to rectify this. We're going to get this shit of scores. I guess I'll be the first person in the world to review this movie, apparently. Unless maybe there's some Amazon reviews or something. I should have looked that up. Actually, what is on? Let me see if it has a, a letterbox. I'm trying so hard not to sound like super moist in the mouth on the mic, but if it's coming out, I'm gonna edit it as best I can. I'm sorry. You imagine, like I said, it's numb. And I'm trying not to be drooling all on the camera and shit. See, that's a, that's that's how much fun we have in home video hustle. Most people would have been just like, oh you no, know, I'll record this tomorrow. No. We're gonna see, we're gonna experiment, we're gonna see how this works out. No. It has no reviews on nobody has watched this fucking movie. Now I'm even happier that I picked it because, fuck, we about to give it reviews everywhere. Will it be good, though? That's the question. So Blockburner was directed by Chad Hendricks. And I'm that name looks super familiar. And I think he may have made another movie that I want to do on this podcast. He fucking did. He made a movie called Trap Life, which also should be coming up sometime soon if plans work out. I watched that one day because every now and again, you just get a hankering. You know, I just, I'm going to watch some hood shit. At least I get that hankering. I'm going to watch some hood shit. Okay, when I, when I say hood shit, if you've seen the trailer for this, you pretty much, that's exactly what I mean. Like, when some people say hood shit, they like, oh, minister Society and Boys in the Hood shit like that. But like, you're like, yes, but no, that's not what I mean when I say hood shit. When I say hood shit, I mean the shit where the homies just grab the camera and film some shit or like a rapper, you know, use some of his rap money to just make some shit. Like, early Master P, like, I'm about it. That's hood shit. And now, like I said, Maverick has a whole app of that. And I wanted to watch something like that, so... Went through all the trailers, flying block. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, that's how I to do I found Blockburner the same way, but I found Trap Life on Tui, directed by the same guy. And the lead actor from Trap Life is actually in this in like a little cameo type role. I don't know. Is that the director? Man, oh. no. Okay, so it's not. Oh, that was the writer in that one. Okay, so. I just realized, yeah, the writer in that movie was a star in that movie, too, and the writer of this movie. I think he wrote this. He did say he wrote this. Yeah, we'll get to it. But yeah, Chad Hendricks, though, he made a movie called Trap Life. Watch it. 'Cause we're gonna review it one day. If you wanna like if you like following the movies that we watch, you might as well get a head stars. We're gonna watch it one day. I'm gonna make his ass watch it at some point. He can't get scaping much longer. Cause I fucking loved it. I wrote a letterbox quick review for it too, so you can even get like an advanced score of mine. I don't know if it'll change or not. You know, sometimes when we watch movies on here, that shit can go up or down. But I remember loving that fucking movie. So T R A P P Life. He also directed that. But then Chad Hendricks directed Blockburner. And this is starring young block, Jasmine Ray, John Sloan Jr., Trey Brooks, Roger Harrowood, and Shelby. Just Shelby. Now, when the movie starts out, this is why I was holding off on the Hot Boys song because you get a definition of what a block burner is. Definition one. Now, one whose hustle is unmatched in the streets. So are me and PJ Blockburners in the podcast streets? I think we are. Home the hustle, bitch. And two, a Lil Wayne song on the Hot Boy's album, Get It How You Live, from 1997, which immediately was what I thought of because let me look up because I'm not super familiar with the um, Hot Boys albums like now, but as a kid, I fucking loved the one album. I don't know if they have more than one or not, but if it's what I think it is, just let me see the motherfucking cover. And actually, let me put the name of the album there. It might come up better that way, because Missy LA keeps coming up, which is also a good song, too. Missy LA Hot Boys. Go listen to that shit. I played it on the podcast not too long ago, actually. Is that the album cover? No, it's not. Okay, so it's not the album I girl listen to a lot, I don't think. What's all on this CD? I don't know, but whatever. It has that fucking song on there. I can't remember which one is the one I used to play a lot as a kid. But Blockburn, I'm gonna play a little bit of it for you so you can know. This song was the inspiration, I guess, for Young Block. And the movie apparently, so we'll see what it Ha ha ha, ha It's me that's the bag, and the black the to I'm not super, I knew the song, I'm not super familiar with Shout out to PJ, Lil Wayne, his his uh, greatest rapper alive. Because he put out a record called The Greatest Rapper Alive. See, that joke still stands, folks. I'll never let him live that down. That's forever. We'll be 80 years old and I'll still be reminding him of that. Like you said that. That was real, PJ, if you're listening. The movie starts out. Homie, oh man, I'm I'm trying to talk and I'm fucking my words. All right, hold on. I mean, let me wipe the drool from my mouth and shit. <laughs> I love y'all. I love if you're still listening to this at this point. I fucking love y'all because I can do shit like this and people will actually listen. I can talk to y'all with my mouth numb as fuck. I think it's kind of it's kind of clearing a little bit. Yeah, I think I don't know. We'll see it together, folks. But like I said, I love that y'all can let me experiment like this and still listen. And listen when it's just me. I appreciate that, too, because for a long time I was terrified to do this shit by myself because I'm like, don't nobody want to just hear me by my goddamn self. And then I look at the downloads. I'm like, oh, somebody does. I don't know if they listen to the episode, but they listen, and that's the good thing. Like, it's not HVH radio. I'm playing music mainly, so you know, I ain't worried about that part. But doing this shit where just me talking to you, I appreciate you. I love you. Fuck with you, boy. He's at a club. He's getting ready to go do his set because uh, Block Burner or Young Block. Is his fucking name Block? I just thought about that. I know his rap name that he goes by is Young Block in the movie called Block Burner. But is it, what is his name? Let's look that up, actually, on IMDb's. I know they call him Block, but is it just Young Block or is it Block Burner? Oh, it's says Young Block itself. So I guess Young Block. Young Block is about getting ready to get on stage to go drop them bars. And he get to. Oh, no, this is before that. Shit. All right, see, so like I said, all right, we're going we gonna to figure this out together. Like I said, it's already leaving my mind. It was yesterday when I watched it. He's backstage and it looks like he's kind of nervous or worried about some shit. As he's telling these two dudes, he's like, yo, man, this shit ain't feed me, man. You know, the shit I do out in the streets one thing. He said, this rap shit ain't feed me. And the dude is like, yo, you know, we're going to do this. Go out there and do your thing. We're going to make this paper, all this type of shit. Whatever the fuck going on. More importantly, he goes onto the stage and he's about to start rapping. And it look like he's choking to the point where even the DJ, or as he found out later, it's his cousin Steps up. And he's like, no, 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 no. Cut that bit, Cut that beat. DJ d cut the fucking beat. And he's like, man, what the fuck you doing? Do this shit, motherfucker. And Young Block, I guess that inspires Young Block to take off his shirt. And he's like, all right, when that shirt come off in hip hop, if you don't know, shit's about to get real. Like, or, you know, if they do the thing where it's like the shirt is like half off and it's like kind of like hanging over the shoulders and shit, it ain't all the way real. But when it come all the fuck way off, shit's about to go down. And it does because he starts rapping his song, which I remember... Did I write it down? I didn't write it down. But I wrote the song actually didn't sound bad for the 2012 song. Around 2012, Brent was heavy into only old school hip hop. So the fact that I fucked with this one, I was like, okay, that's good shit. But then no, somebody else didn't think it was good shit, though, because this ass gets lit the fuck up. And I forget now if this is supposed to be based on true events or if it's inspired by true events. That's always the key. Because if you say inspired by true events, I'm more inclined to believe the shit that's happening because it's like, okay, you know, we just took inspiration from shit that really happened. But when you say based on real events, you're telling me basically that all this shit happened. And so, the reason, like a lot, I will say, I don't doubt the realism in this movie. And there's two big reasons why. (laughs) And I'll tell you at the end because I don't want to spoil it. One big reason why I question it is because of how the movie ends. And I'm not going to spoil that either. But when the indie came out, I was like, wait, I thought this was based on true events. Ain't no way in hell it can be. We'll talk about it. I'm getting way ahead of myself. But just know your mans get shot. And then that's where you get the introduction, all the credits, and everything. And now it does it. If PJ was here, he would be so upset. And I'm sure this would drop points for PJ because it was kind of even dropping them for me after a while. Because I, I hate when they do it this much. I don't mind when they do it, but they do it a lot. Where they jump the fuck around and it's like, Not really like, you know how like Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dolls and shit jump around. It wasn't really like that. It's just jumping around like little baby scenes back and forth to where you're like, wait, what the fuck, man? Like, are we back in the present day now? Because it jumps to 1987. because That's when Young Block was born. And you find out that he has, you know, the single mom upbringing. You know, the dad wasn't around. Mom just had her boyfriends and everything around. And and then you jump to 1990 and you see like the, the boyfriend that she's fucking with comes back home. And she's like, you know, where the fuck you been at, nigga? And all this other type of shit. And he's like, Bishop, I don't know. You fucking questioning me all this. And smacks the mom. And uh, the whole time, Young Block is giving a little uh, voiceover. And he's like, this is why I don't fuck with dudes, man. All these dudes out here is shitty man. They, all they do is like beating up on women and not taking care of their kids, man. Fuck dudes. And now we're actually playing to a scene. I think that's coming up next. Let me look at my notes. Yes, it's coming up next. They do the thing almost like Reservoir Dogs where it's like there's little title cards for different shit that pops up. Because it was like 1990, or 87 to 1990. Then it just says, Carmen. Because then you're introduced to Carmen, which he refers to at this point in the movie as like his sister, quote unquote. My fucking mouth, man. I just bit my shit. God damn it. Child right. of We're going to figure this out. So homegirl Carmen, she's actually going to go meet up with her boyfriend, dude named Deshaun. He's at the basketball court with another homie and they playing ball. And she's like, hey, you know, where the fuck you been at, man? I'm tired of this shit. I want to break up, man. You don't ever show me no attention Y'all here with your boys and ain't showing me no love whatsoever. And he's like, basically like, hey, man, get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. She's like, yo, I'm breaking up with you. And he's like, what? And he smacks her right in her motherfucking face. And then she bangs out. And then she actually rolls up on burner. burner. I, I'm going to keep calling him Young Block or Block Burner, whichever you prefer. In my notes, I put burner. So she rolls up on burner and they're talking for me. And she got the sunglasses on. He's like, yo, why you got the sunglasses on? Girl, what's, what's going on? And she takes him off. He's like, who the fuck did that? She's like, yo, the homie Deshaun did this side. I broke up with him. It's fine. It ain't nothing. He's like, yo, where, where, where was he at? The basketball court? You said? So she's like, yeah, but don't go up there Cause no trouble. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go home and I'll call you later. And she's like, yo, no, don't do that. He like, I did, did go the fuck home. I'll call you later. And so, you man, Block Burner goes up to, <laughs> young Block goes up to the basketball court. The dudes is still there. And he just runs up on them like they shoot the ball. They either break it or I can't remember, but the ball bounced back. You man, kids, just rebound. Yeah, I know some sports terms. And he starts dribbling in are like, who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing? He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, you Deshaun? He's like, you Carmen's boyfriend? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I heard you was smacking up on my homegirl. And the homeboy Deshaun's dude tries to step up and get all in his grill, and he gets knocked the fuck out. I laughed so hard, because my man took, like, one shot, and he did, like, the Peter Griffin fall to the ground, and that motherfucker was down there sleepy, night-night like a motherfucker. And then the other dude, I think they get into, like, a little squabble, but then uh, Burner gets... Block gets you down to the ground, and he starts pistol whipping the absolute shit out of my mind. Like, and the friend is over there just like, he's still trying. He's got a little bit of movement to me, trying to come back to life and shit, back to reality and all that. But your man is still getting over the pistol whip, And he tells him, he's like, you fuck with her again next time. He's like, you beat on another woman next time. You ain't going to get beat up. You're going to get murked, nigga. And then I laugh again because your boy Block just runs off and in the background. You just heard your boy go... <laughs> I'm going to kill you, nigga. <laughs> I was fucking rolling. Because it sounded like he was like, his shit was hurting like a motherfucker. I can't be mad at Block, though, man. I'm the same way with this shit. I hate motherfuckers. That's one thing I don't tolerate is nobody beating up on no woman, man. Like, just be smacking up girls and shit. Like, nah, man, I can't do it. I've actually stepped to people the same way because of this shit. And I've had to, like, protect. Like, we go out to, um, I won't go into whole details because I don't want to be, other people business and shit involved in this. But we was at the OSU house party one time. And my people was all getting turbo drunk in there. And then we had homegirl with us. And we were walking out. And I happened to realize, like, wait a minute, somebody missing. And I turned around and I seen her. And she was dressed up with Halloween parts. So she dressed up in this little schoolgirl outfit. So she already was showing mask skin, had the stomach open and everything. So I was like, oh, fuck. Let me go make sure she's good. And I went around the little corner again. And there's two little dudes, like, kind of creepily. Like, real creepily, actually. Now I think about just, like, walking up behind her, smiling and shit, doing a little thing. they like... You know, tapping each other, like, yeah, 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 bro, bro, bro look at that, that type of thing. So I walked up, and I was like, yo, I don't say her name. I, was, I don't put Britain in something. Well, like, hey, you good? Come on, girl. And the dudes, like, kind of gave me this look. And I'm like, man, I just gave him a look back, like, back the fuck up. Because i I'll be goddamn if I let y'all go fuck with her drunk ass. And uh, she was stumbling and shit, too, so I had to actually pick her up and fucking carry her to the car and everything. And I went back to the car. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> Good times, I guess. That was also the same party where I walked upstairs to go use the bathroom. And I opened up the door, and there was this fucking dude just pile driving this girl from the back. And um, I ain't never been to many house parties, so this shit was all new to me at that time. And the dude looked back at me in mid, like pumping, like you were just hear, he looking at me, and all you hear in the background is this. And he like turned and looked at me. He's like, he gave me the head nod. He's like, you want next, bro? And I was just like, I'm I'm good, bro. Do your thing, man. I just trying to piss real quick. and He's like, all right, bro. And he actually picked the girly up. And I I pissed. I was like, I got pee, bro. There's only one bathroom in this bitch, so I'm just pissing the whole time with just clapping in the background. I just remember shaking my head like, ain't this a motherfucker, bro? Like, <laughs> people wilding out here. at OSU campus, Ohio State University. If you don't know what OSU is, but good times. See, story time. I got you today. So my my man's uh knock dude, def- or now he ain't knock him out. He just pistol up the shit out of him. He knocks his other boy out, and he runs off, because I think you start hearing cop sirens in the background. And then you, again, like I said, then you just breakneck speed, jump back to the year 2000, and you pretty much learn. I forget who the, I, oh, was this his cousin? He pretty much learns the game from the OG. You know, I think it was his cousin at the time. I'm pretty sure. We're just going to say it is, because I don't fucking remember. And he's showing him how to, like, cook up crack. And before anybody asks me, no. I don't know how to cook crack, goddamn it! Just because I'm black, I mean I know how to cook crack. I mean I can point you to songs that tell you how. Matter real quick, because people don't believe me. I've said this on the podcast before, and nobody believed me when I said there's actually a song by Master P that teaches you how to cook crack. And then the hook is make crack like this, make crack like this. It's my shit though. So I guess technically, I, I mean I've never I know how, but I've never done it before. So shut up. Motherfuckers, people are like, I knew, shut up. i <laughs> will play a little bit of it for you real quick. Where's my shit? Man. I love this CD. Oh, it's calling me. Always fine. All the Crack. Yeah. For yeah. music. I mean, dope tapes. <laughs> this how we would make it. That is. All right your now. players oh, hustlers. Oh, Ball up. Even you smoke. Make, 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 make crack like this. Ghetto Get old dope. Old dope. No Limit Records, part of the tobacco may, and may, fire may, may, crack like and freedom this. of speech committee. Thank committed. you, though, Fiends, for your support. <laughs> may, 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 crack like this. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. crack like this. I put my soldiers in the game and tell you how to All make right, crack, crack from cocaine. Here. Yeah, here go. Look for the nigga with the white and snow. Don't buy it from oh, the niggas that you don't know. Yeah. Make your way to the kitchen where the stove be. You get the bacon soda, I got the And Get the triple beam and measure up your dose. mix one gram of soda every seven grams of coke. And shake it up until it bubble up and gets harder. And sit the tube in some ready-made cold water. Twist the bitch like a knot while it's still hot. And watch that shit rock and rise to the fucking and top. And now your cocaine. There you go, Jim, Jim, I wasn't joking Guess what, now all of you know how to make crack too You're welcome <laughs> Life lessons, PSA from the Home Video Hustle I don't know whose promo I put on there, but hey, are you glad you're with us this week? Your promos on the show that just told you how to make crack <laughs> God, I love this podcast But, he t- tells him that basically and shows him Oh no, hold on I might actually be skipping ahead. No, but that's later. See, that's something. It flashed back so much. All right, forget what I said. That comes later. This flashback is basically just the. I remember now. Okay, it was OG dude telling him basically how to keep it real. I guess to put it in simple terms, he's like, "Oh, you know, dudes go around here talking about what's real and they real, and so the real motherfucker do this, real motherfucker do that, that type of that type of shit. Pretty much, I don't remember the words no more. It's like I watched it yesterday, and it's like not all there no more. I'm fucking numb, bro. All right, they show him. I guess little home because that's right. Yeah, it's two thousand, so he's still a little dude, and he was out uh, selling weed, and I guess he fucked up. He came home and uh, mama found the weed because he just took his shirt off and everything at the door and just dumped it on the floor like a goofball, not thinking. And mama found that weed, pulled out that motherfucking extension cord out the wall and whooped that ass. That was two thousand. Okay, hold on. What the fuck? Okay. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta start reading these notes more closely. All right, because this is it's a. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It jumps around a lot. It's hard to keep fucking. Tabs on this shit. So 1990, he learned the game. But then back to present day, in between the two scenes, he's staying with his aunt, and she finds he got some motherfucking uh the drugs, and is like, close. She found it somewhere, and she flushes. I think it was cocaine. She flushes down the motherfucking sink or uh, toilet, and she's like, get the fuck out. So he gets a trash bag full of his shit and leaves. Then it jumps back to 2000 again. And that's where you find out that he got whooped. He was selling weed and got whooped by his mom and everything. So, as I said, it, it jumped, went back to normal, and then jumped in like the span of five minutes. So, it's like hard to keep track of this shit. But your boy uh, Block is cool, though, because he got a girl named Eva. She got a little spot with her sister, a little uh, young, younger sister. He just goes to stay with her. So, there you go. Living with girlie, got a place to stay, and you got pussy in the house. Hey. I hit the button too late. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? What the fuck is that? Oh, I can't read my goddamn handwriting, bro. He can find out he got a homie named Wody. And he actually sneaks up on the homie. He's like sitting there talking on the phone. Comes up behind him with the gun, you know, playfully. You know, shit that we do, you do in the hood, I guess. You just rub motherfuckers with choppers and be like, oh, <laughs> you silly motherfucker. That happened. But he's pretty much like, hey, man, I'm trying to get my paper up. I need to get some motherfucking work. I need to get some, my bread. I need to connect. All right, I got you. I'm hook you up my connect. They go to the club. They hook up with dude, and our man's just like, all right, how much y'all need? And my man just pulls out, I think, like, shit, like maybe three or four wads of bread, and your dude just kind of gives him a look like, oh, oh, y'all niggas are serious. Now he gives him the drugs, and he's pretty much in business at that point. Oh, before that. Now we cut to 2008, and now the cousin is showing him how to cook up the crack. Now you can play the masterpiece song again if you want to. He also gives him a chopper. He's like, all right, if you're going to be doing this, he's like, now you know how to do this, but if you do this... You also need to make sure you got a good-ass crew. You need to make sure you got the streets on lock, and you need to make sure you got a chopper in case the motherfuckers come fucking with you. So you take them upstairs, lift up the mattress. They got like a little T-shirt, pull-up T-shirt, nothing but straps under there, and your boy block, immediately goes for the AK. But your man's like, no, 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 you have whatever you want, not the chopper. So he picks up a motherfucking big-ass six-shooter. I'm not a gun nut. I don't know what the fuck these guns are. I just know it's a big-ass, look dirty, hairy-looking fucking six-shooter. So now, cut back to present day, cooking up the rocks. You get a whole montage of him selling dope with the voiceover like, yeah, man, I'm out here putting in that work, hustling every day, all day, no sleep, that type of thing. And uh, you could tell early in, the, in this point in the movie that wifey kind of getting slightly salty because your man is out here hustling. That's all he give a fuck about is hustling, making that paper. So she's like, oh, you know, she comes to the kitchen. She's like, hey, what you doing? And he's like, damn, girl, what you looking so sexy for? She's like, I thought we was going out. And he's like, oh, shit, that's right. It's like, I tell you what, I got a proposition for you. He has like a little pile of the motherfucking uh, baggies of cracking shit. He's like, he takes one big-ass chunk of it. And he's like, if I sell this much right here in the next few hours, he's like, you can spend this much right here. And I forget, I think she says, like, that's only like 200 or some shit like that. And he's like, yeah, I know. So that was, I guess, again, go chill in the house. I'm going to go make this money, girl. <laughs> and like I said, you get another little montage There's a lot of montages and shit in this movie. So I think PJ will be both upset and happy because he'll be mad because he got all these goddamn cuts back and forth in time. But then you get all the montages that he likes. My fucking tongue feels number. Is it because I'm talking a lot now? Like I can legit, I can't feel my tongue. Is this how it feels to do with the drugs? I've never done crack. I don't plan on doing crack, but is this how it feels? I always remember there's a scene in Robocop 2 where your man's Kane shoots the shit into his neck. He's like, I can feel my teeth. That's just how it feels right now. Like it's like I shot nuke into my motherfucking neck. It's weird. Does it sound weird? At least don't sound like that. If I sound like that, I wouldn't record. I sound semi-normal. Like I to just talk. That's the thing. The microphone is on the side, it's pointed toward the side that's not fucked up. So hopefully it's coming out fine. I'm just hoping that all the mouth sounds ain't coming out because I can't help you on that one. I'm sorry, bro. I'm trying not to slobber for you. But again, like I said, wifey getting bored because your man is out hustling all day. And he's like, you bored? She like, yeah. He's like, well, I'll tell you what. Go get a motherfucking job. Help pay these bills and I ain't got to be out hustling so much. Ha ha. Wow. Of course, she don't like that. So what happens, folks? Let's look at this. All right. She upset. He ain't out at home doing nothing. Out in the streets doing nothing but hustling. What's going to happen? I want everybody to guess what the next scene is going to be. I'm going to give you a couple seconds of the thing. I'm going to just sit here and just push buttons for me while y'all thinking. Wrong! But shut your bitch ass up! Do you know? Well, you may know what, but I wonder if you knew who. She's about to start cheating on your boy Block because she wants attention. She wants some love and she wants some penis. She want all that shit that apparently man's not giving her but the thing about it is that not only is she cheating, the homie Waltie, his homeboy, that got him to connect and everything, he's talking to her on the phone. And she's like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just, I'm bored, man. He ain't show me no attention and everything. He's like, oh, word. He's like, showing well, him out your way, man. He's like, cool if I come through? And she's smiles. She's like, yeah, yeah, come on through. He's like, "All right, bet. And he's showing him walking up to the crib, kind of looking back and shit. You know, I swear that, yo, know, he almost looked into the camera and smiled. I thought he was going to for a second. But so pretty much that homie Waltie. It's fucking this girl even now. While he's out hustling, because they show him walking to the house and they cut the, your boy on the block and you're hustling or whatever. I laughed. I'm sorry, but it's like things escalate kind of quickly though, because you go a scene at the club and uh, I, 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 it, I don't know. It didn't quite meet the quota because there's always a rule that I me and she always talk about where you got a hood movie. There always has to be a strip club at some point. It's a club, but it's not a strip club. So it actually doesn't do that, which is surprising. I don't think there's a strip club in this whole movie, which shocks me because I got always one. You do get this club scene and there are girls shaking ass into the camera and dancing around with no strippers, which is wild. I'm shocked. But your man, what would he actually cause block? And he's like, yeah, I need you to front me something. And uh, he's like, come on through the club. And the boy's like, man, I don't know I come out of any boy. He's like, nah, 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 fuck that, man. Come fuck with your boy, man. Come bring me that money. And your boy, Block, is sending a voiceover. He's like, all right, something fishy. Because this motherfucker rushing me. He don't ever be like that. So he goes into the club, kind of on alert a little bit. And when he gets in there, he and I forget exactly how it goes down, but he's up, to, well, he's up there with a bunch of motherfuckers. He tells, Block tells him, like, man, look, I ain't got it like that. And your boy, what? like, oh, for real? I know you out here hustling in these streets. I know what you out here doing. I hooked you up with the Connect. You going to do me like this? You can't front me no motherfucking money? Keep in mind, like I said, your boy Wardy playing. He's fucking his girl. And like, basically, because this ain't the first time. They actually, show, I forgot earlier, they do show him like hitting him up for money. And your boy Black is like, man, look, man, I got you today, man, but I can't do this shit. I ain't, I ain't got it like that out here. And your boy's like, all oh, right, I got you. So he's fucking his girl and getting money off of him. So he's playing the shit out of him. And your boy Black finally realizes that shit. And so Wardy turns around and like a dumbass, he has his strap. Like in his pants, but on his back. So Black just kind of reaches, grabs his fucking gun out of the back of his pants, and points it at him and all his homies. And he gets the fuck out of there, and they chase him out. So from this point on, now they enemies. They ain't friends no more. And uh, he goes back to the crib, and the little. Si- I thought this was gonna go somewhere completely fucking different, because they showed a the little sister. She looked like she got to be like 15, 16 years old, and she's like kind of wearing like the dress, and she, they started like putting on makeup. And I was like, oh no, this ain't going to go where I think it is. Is it? Because cause then Block comes in, she's sitting there, and I was like, oh, no, don't, don't. I they like, don't, don't do it, don't do it. But she, they don't, thankfully. What happens, though, she basically snitches the shit out of her sister because she's like, hey, Block, I'm going to tell you something, but uh, sis going to be mad at me if I say something. And she's like, he's like, man, I'm just going to tell you, man. It's all good. And she's like, yeah, she fucking woody behind your back. And Black, he kind of has like almost a non-reaction. He's just like, word? So I may, I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, at this point. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, what? Well, I'm about basically like I'm off this bitch. There ain't no point in me being here no more. He goes into the room to start packing, and then Eva, the girl, he comes in, and she's like, "What the fuck you over there looking at?" He's like, "He know." And she's like, "What the fuck you mean he know? How he know?" And she's like, "Well, he you can't or he came home and you weren't here." So and she's like, "I'm she says under her breath, like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, motherfucker." She's like, "Shit!" So she go back there. And she's like, "Hey, Bo, what's what's going on? What you up to?" And your man's ain't responding. He's just kind of packing the shit up. And she's like. Like, what you doing? I mean, yeah. You know, she's just stumbling and shit. And your man's like, all right, then, look. You want to fuck with that nigga? If he, he make you happy and then go fuck with that nigga. What the fuck you fuck with me for? He's like, man, I've been doing nothing but going in these streets, hustling, making money to pay your motherfucking rent over here. So if, he, if you, you want to fuck with him, have him do it. I'm out this bitch. And it goes from, please, baby, don't go. Please, baby, baby. Please, please, baby, baby. And he's like, man, I'm out this bitch. And then she's like, well, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you. Get the fuck out. You know, it escalates real quickly but then, <laughs> oh, she does. I guess because he confronts her, and that's when she's like. Oh, I'm lonely and all that type of shit. And that's what he's like. Well, I'm in the streets hustling shit. It's like one of those things. Like you can kind of see both ones. Like yeah, she would be lonely. I guess if you ain't never home, you're never going out. Where you're always in the streets. But at the same time, you are always in the streets making money because you paying for everything for her. It's like this is one of those weird. It just it ain't gonna work. It's a toxic relationship, as people would say nowadays. I think that's the right phrase to use. It ain't gonna work. So he did the best thing and got the fuck out. And you. Fucking with my best friend I just found out ain't my best friend. So all of y'all can just go to hell, honestly. And that's pretty much what he tells everybody. And then I was laughing because she's like, Oh fuck you, nigga, don't go, go to get the fuck out of there. And then they just there's like multiple shots. It cuts back and forth to him walking out and her like crying and they got like the little dramatic zoom in with the tear shots and everything. I did laugh at that. Cause I've yeah. <laughs> um there's a little bass head named Cuzzo. He sees Block because Black ain't got nowhere to go, so he's just sitting outside of Bando, just sitting there, our right, abandoned house. I'm sorry if you don't know what I mean. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I'll be saying shit. And I don't be knowing exactly because we got a lot of people that might not know the terminology. Of bando is just abandoned house. If you can't, you know, we use your context clues and shit, teaching you all the slang. But he comes up to him. He's like, "Yo, man, what the fuck you doing out here?" He's Like, man, you know, my old lady just kicked me out. Man, ain't got nowhere to go. And he's like, "Well, shit, come fuck with your boy. I got a room where you can stay." He's Like, oh, works. Like, yeah, me and wifey there. He's like. What did, uh, what did he say? Something that made me laugh. Oh, when they actually get to the spot, he tells me, He's like, Yo, we got the clothesline out there for you and everything. He's like, The only thing I ask is that you don't mess with my wife. He's like, You know, she might want to fuck with you, but you know, I mean, he, he's like, Well, I mean, you know, if you fuck with her and everything, just make sure I ain't in the room. And It was, I way he flipped on it, it was hilarious. It went from being like, Yo, don't fuck my wife to being like, Well, I mean, if she throw it at you and you take it, just make sure I ain't around. It's like, like I said, they're just a bunch of base heads. So, you know, they're going to probably suck that dick for cracking anyway. He might even do it too. I don't fucking know. But you find out very quickly that being a motherfucking dope man living with a dope head is not a good mix because your man's basically like, he almost does that, what was, uh, what was it, this shit, that Home Alone 2 shit with the little, uh, what do you call them motherfuckers? What do you call them motherfuckers that carry your luggage and shit? I don't know, back boy, I don't fucking know. They do the shit for you and then they don't leave. They just kind of stand there like, Ahem, you know, like waiting on that tip and shit. He kind of does the same thing. He does, shows him the little grand tour. She's like, all right, this is your room. And Block is like, all right, cool. Thank you. And he sits on there. He kind of lays on the bed. And your man is like, yeah, this all you, bro. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, I appreciate that. He's like, yeah. Yeah, this all you, bro. Just do your thing, man. It's all you. And he's like, all right, man. Look, I'm going to cook some up for you in a minute, man. Just give me a second, bro. You're getting on my nerves. He's like, all right, bro. I was like, hey, this all you? I just going to let you know. I got you. Just go the fuck up. It's already annoying. Man, he ain't been there 10 minutes yet. So you pretty much I think this is another montage. They show him cooking up the crack and like your boy is like down there over his shoulder the whole time. Like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? Oh yeah, that's all you gonna make? You can't make me no more night. I already gave you about a hundred dollars worth. you like, yeah, but that was yesterday though, you know. So driving me motherfucking crazy. I thought at one point too, and I don't know if it's just the way the editing was, but I thought he was actually Oh, I'm tripping. I thought he was actually fucking with him a little bit. Or fucking with his product, I should say, because it shows them like him and his girl, like fucking with the stove. And I thought that, I thought it was gonna be a thing where they was like getting too comfortable with your man's and they was actually fucking with his drugs, his work while he wasn't there. And they was like getting high off his shit, but that ain't what happened though. So I guess I don't fucking know. It's just a lot going on, man. That's all you need to know. The homegirl Carmen from earlier in the movie, she actually comes back. Yeah, she's, uh, she catches up with him on the street. And she, I didn't even realize it was her at first. I, in my notes, I put Carmen with a question mark. I'm like, is that her? But it was her. I've come to find out later. And they link up again, give each other the phone numbers. And then pretty much, I think, off screen becomes his girl. Because they don't really show no real progression. They She just happens like one day, she's like, oh, it's my girl now. So that happened. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. I wish, is it on YouTube? I would love to play this clip for y'all real quick. Because I laugh so fucking hard. Because uh, Wodey goes to the corner store. And he's talking to the dude inside there. And he's like, you heard, you heard from that motherfucking block? he's like, yeah, yeah, you came by here the other day? He's like, yeah, tell Block. I said, fuck him. That's like, like I fucking died. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm fucking this bitch too and all this other thing. And your boy's like, man, that ain't cool. He's like, man, fuck that. <laughs> like, for the way he said that shit, I laughed so hard. He's like, you tell tired, nigga, I said, fuck him. <laughs> uh, can I pull that up, man? Please let me pull this shit up, man. It was on Tubi. I got to find the exact, like, where it's at, though. That's only bad thing. Oh, did I find it? man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, man. All right, hold on a minute. All right, let me get back. Damn it. Why would she did 10 seconds instead of 30? Damn, she is fine. Though. That shit, Carmen, bad as fuck in this movie though. Right, now, come on, come on, come on. there we go. Right. You good? Hey, All right. Hey, baby. Hey, everyone. What's up, Nick? <laughs> hey, what's up, my boy? What's going on? Ain't hey, nothing, man. Let me grab two of them Dutchess back there, man. Alright, on the stairs. That'll be 250. Why well, ain't you uh, block homeboy? Oh, Black Burner? Uh, what's up with him? Yeah, fuck that nigga. Tell him I said fuck What? <laughs> <laughs> man, that nigga think he running shit right here, man. Had the donkey now, man. But I'm having a great time fucking this old lady. Oh, man, that ain't cool at all. What's going with you, man? I don't hear that shit, man. Get my change, man. <laughs> this shit's the best. All right, nigga, I'm going to hot that. Mario, what the hell's going on? I think yo, I'm going to let it ride a little bit, if you let me. Oh, no, it froze. Shit. Well, I guess that's a sign of me. I should just stop the clip right there. But that, that, they show Block actually come up and the, they, like, confront each other. All right. Come on, you son of a bitch. Goddamn Tubi. Oh, yeah, the movie's on TV, too, if you want to watch it. That's how I watched it. All right, well, you fucking up, so never mind. But, yeah, that shit had me rolling. Though I was like, hell, no. <laughs> Tell that nigga, I said, fuck him. They bump into each other outside, and your man uh, goes in. He's, they, you know, like, fuck you, basically. And he goes inside, and the dude tells him, he's like, yeah, black dude said he's going to fuck you up whenever he saw you again and some shit like that. He's like, oh, where? He's like, I got something for that nigga, man. So, they actually show him, I guess, he runs several blocks. Get it? to get to Waltie because they show him running for a minute and he they run up on each other and they get into a fight like an actual fist fight and I laugh because I honestly in recent memory this is probably one of the weirdest fucking edited fights I've seen in a while like I it was edited to the point where I didn't know who was winning because it, it starts out with Waltie whooping Block's ass it seems like I'm like god damn bro you wrote this movie it's supposed to be based on your life I'm surprised you got your ass getting whooped like this because he's like god damn but then of course he starts winning <laughs> and he gets it was so weird. He gets Wally to the ground. And they show him, like, swinging at him. And then they cut. There's, like, reaction shots of Wally just laying there. Kind of almost doing, like, just tilting his head. But like, uh, uh, uh. And then he stops hitting. him, And your boy, Wally just sits up. Like, almost like nothing happened. Like, he ain't woozy or nothing. He's just like, yeah, you know you done fucked up, nigga. It's just basically something like that. And a bunch of dudes come running from the background. And they start shooting at him. They're in a big-ass, like, apartment fucking parking lot or something. And so there's no cover. And Block pulls out the motherfucking gun. He's, like, doing a little shooting like that shit. If you saw the Patreon video, you saw the most did like With the hand up over the face, <muyillo001/2> mm-hmm. kind of, like, just shooting. Like, almost like you're not aiming at nothing. And, dude, and they're all, like, three dudes all busting at him at the same time. How the fuck can none of y'all shoot? He should have been dead as fuck. Because I, I was just thinking, like, he's going to die, bro. Like, there's no word for him to run to. But I don't even think he gets hit once. So he gets the fuck away. Again, that's what I'm saying. True story. Come on, man. You, you the guy at least hit once. He gets away. He's standing by some porter pies He calls his cousin. He's like, yo, I need a place to stay, man. Motherfuckers is out here after me. So his cousin comes and picks him up. And abruptly, your man just, I guess, decides to be like, fuck selling drugs. I'm just going to start robbing people now. Like, it just happens like that, just instantly. And he's not only just robbing people, he's also popping X pills now. So it's like, what the fuck just happened? I guess getting shot at and getting beat up, I guess he was like, well, I don't want to do this no more. I guess I'm going to just start robbing cats. And I mean robbing, he's like legit with the bandana over his face, just running up on people, like dope spots, little car games and shit, just run up on people robbing their ass. And he introduced now to the homie Killa. He got guy's homegirl that they start robbing cribs together now. They done, I guess, upgraded to just breaking in houses and shit while he ain't there and robbing them. The last house that they go to, because Killer's like, she's like... Oh, yeah, ain't nobody in there, man. It's, they got mad money. It's mad shit we can take. It's, it's perfect, you know. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with you. So you want goes in there, but I guess the dude's wife or now I don't know, but his girl and the kid are there, and so and the kid sees him, sees block, and she's like, uh, what, what the fuck? She, she's like, Mama, that guy got your purse, and then she's like, Mama, that guy got your like, motherfucker. Listen to me, bro. Somebody just stole your shit. And then the, the woman wakes up, because you were sleeping on the couch, she wakes up, she's like, oh, hell no, I an old bitch-ass nigga, blah, blah, and start shooting at him. And you get, it, I swear to God, it looked like, if you ever played GoldenEye on a Nintendo 64, like the little graphics, like when you would shoot some, something in GoldenEye, and it would have like that little ricochet, little spot on the wall. I swear that you were used, it looked just like that when she was shooting it, was like hitting the walls and shit, I was rolling. But he ends up getting away, though. Did I write the quote down? I did write the quote down, because I was like, I know the kid said something. They get away, and your boy Block is pissed. Because he's like, bro, I thought you said "One well, nobody going to be in there. She's like, well, wasn't nobody supposed to be in there. They supposed to be somewhere else. He's like, God damn it. And they just cut back to the mom and the, and the daughter. And the daughter's probably like four or five years old, and she's just sitting there. was like, that's a damn shame what he did, mama. And she, mom, just like, she's like, it's a damn shame. <laughs> I don't know what made me laugh so motherfucking hard. But um, your man's like, hey, look, I, it seems like I guess he's making more money doing this than he was selling drugs, because now he goes out and buys a Cadillac, and then he buys a room at a hotel, which... Seemed kind of backwards. You would think you want to buy a crib first, so you got somewhere to stay, and then get a car. But I guess maybe he didn't want to host up in one spot, so maybe he got the car so that he can j- jump hotel to hotel if he needed to. I'm not a drug dealer. I don't know. I would have thought to buy my motherfucking crib first. I don't know, or both. Said so buy, get the car, and then find you like a little chill spot, and then you got keep host. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Maybe somebody telling me like, "No, bro, shut up. You don't know what you' are talking about." I I know. I just told y'all I learned how to cook. I learned how to cook crack from Master P, and goddamn, see murder. So shocker, no limit. damn it! Like. <laughs> Watching Minister of society, which we talked about in that episode. That well, uh, not Warner Brothers. A new line made them cut that shit down because Ayla just showed step by step how to cook crack in that movie. And They're like, "No, you can't do that, bro. No, just listen to Master P is fine." But you get another more. You get more montages. He's like. Now stepped up into he ain't just doing crack. He's like selling pills and shit because he's got new connects and you get the montage of him hustling, selling and shit. And he's actually getting high off his own supply, which I thought Scarface told us you're not supposed to do that. But I guess it will catch up with him later on as we'll find out. But you find out, I guess it's the ecstasy, I guess. I guess your man block is not in a good place because... He does like some shady ass shit that where I almost turned on this nigga. Like pretty much watching this week, I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna do that? That's fucked up. But what he, I'll, I'll get to it though. But basically, the corner store that he was at before, where the dude was like, yo, fuck that nigga, the nigga I said, fuck him. He that corner store and the dude that helped him, I was like, yo, homie said, fuck you. He said, he fucking your girl, and he said he gonna do this, he gonna do that. So the homie that worked there was cool with Block, and you come to find out that the next place that Killer and Block are about to go hit up. Is the fucking chorus? I'm like, well, I thought that was your man's. What the fuck you robbing him for? But I guess, I guess that's that's life in the streets. I guess There ain't no love in the streets. People say that shit all the time. Streets don't love you. It's like all like a lot of these rapper dudes honestly nowadays will claim a lot of these streets and these blocks and all this other shit, and then get shot up by motherfuckers on the same block. Like that's why motherfuckers be like, you know, oh, you know, get up out the hood and all this other type of shit, like. I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. because It's like you want to show love to the, where you came from, but then where you came from don't always show love to you. So it's like, what the fuck do you do? I don't know. That's why, I, this is one of the reasons why I never got involved in a lot of this shit. It's too goddamn complicated, man. Just everybody leave me the fuck alone, bro. I want to be anonymous. Don't nobody know who the fuck I am. It's legit when I go out to places and people recognize me. It's almost like, ugh. It's like, man, why you, why you remember? It's like, especially cats from high school or somewhere like that that I didn't even talk to back then. It's like, why do you remember me? Like, we never talked back then. Like, I I don't remember your name. Like, I I probably sound like such an asshole. I'm sorry. But it's the truth, though. I'm, not, I'm keeping it real with you. Like, just, if I didn't talk to you back then, what the fuck make you think I'm going to talk to you now? Almost goddamn, tw- Jesus. Almost, almost 20 years later. Fuck, is it? Damn, in 2029, it will be 20 years. Shit. Shit. Goddamn, bro. Back to life, back to reality. Shit. But yeah, no, the streets don't love you out here. But remember that, kids. The streets don't love you. You had love for the streets all day. Streets ain't never gonna have love for you. And motherfuckers might tell me I'm lying. Then this is that same cat's getting shot at out here. So fuck that shit, bro. I completely skipped the fuck over that, didn't I? There's two <laughs> there were two cops that were uh had pulled uh, block over when he was like really getting into the hustling thing when he's finally getting that shit popping. And uh you see him again here. Well, you see one of them. I guess the other one got shot, so I guess that means he's dead. So the main cop that was being an asshole to block earlier got a new partner, and they're actually inside the corner store right now before blocking them get in there. And they're doing something I thought only happened in Clerks. They're going in there, and they're buying porno mags. And the, one, the main cop takes it and goes into the bathroom with it. He's like, I'll pay you for it after I get out the bathroom. And you remember in Clerks, there was that guy that came in there and asked for the porno mag and some toilet paper and then went to the bathroom and died jerking off and shit. Like, I didn't know that was a thing that people would just get porno and just go into the bathroom at the gas station and just beat their dick or whatever the fuck they doing. That shit seems so weird to me. Like I know cats go to like there's a sex shop here called the Lions Den. I think if there's one. I think there's one where you actually they had a room where you can go back there and do whatever the fuck you you need to do and shit. But I always just figured like I don't know. Like I can just go home and do that. Like I feel more comfortable at home. Like I know what's clean and what's not clean at the house. You know I got my spots. That I can do my thing in like. I don't know. I mean, granted, there are points where a man gets horny as fuck for no reason. It happens to me a lot. And you might want to get that shit off right then and there. But it's like, no, nah, I'm going to wait until I get home. It's never been. Yeah, I would not do that shit in a corner store bathroom. I mean, I, hey, real shit. Like, if you. <laughs> I'm talking too much again, Anna. But I will say. Now, if you somewhere clean and it happens and you trust it and I like, hey, do you, but I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, look, 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 I'm a custodian. That's what I do every night when I'm not podcasting. I know how them shits are cleaned and not clean. No. granted, I work in an office building, though, but I've, I've, I've worked in a hospital, bro. I don't trust none of that shit. Like, legitimately, in the urgent care I worked in, there was a time They called, like, oh, what was the name of it? Oh, fuck. I can't. There was, like, basically, like, biohazard. I think that was like cold orange but they were joking with me you know they got a cold orange in the bathroom I'm like what the fuck could possibly have been done in there and they were giggling when they said this so I was like it can't be good and I went in there and I went to clean the toilet seat because I'm looking around like what the fuck and when I lifted it up there was like a strand of nut on the underside of the toilet seat stretched to the, the rim and when I lifted it up it was just like it, you could see it just kind of stretching and I was like oh you sons of bitches and I had to clean that shit up because I was like, so but um and I was, that was the thing It was, it'd be weird because that happened more often than you would think because in the urgent care where I worked there it was nothing but women back there and there was a lot of young ones a lot of cute motherfucking women in there. So I guess dudes was just coming in there just, you know, flexing their motherfucking muscles and shit, busting them nuts. And I had to clean that shit up. It's one, it's one of the reasons why I don't work there anymore. Haven't had that happen at my job now, thankfully. At my job now, dudes just like to wipe shit on the stall walls. Why? Why the fuck do y'all, I'm not going to say y'all, People that listen to home hustle, I trust that y'all don't do that. But why the fuck do people do shit like this? I don't know. But back to the movie, because I know that's riveting conversations about nothing on toilet seats. But the new cop, he he's kind of in the back corner of the store, I guess, just enjoying his porno mag. The other cop went to go take a shit in the bathroom, and he's also enjoying his porno. He's not jerking off. He's just taking a shit, reading his porno mag, and like... He does that weird shit that they do in movies, where the dudes like lick the page or they like sniff it, like they can actually smell the girl pussy or something. And he's like saying, "Oh yeah, you fucking dirty whore," and all that's other type of shit. Like you, ass ah, weird to me. I've never licked a porno. I've had porno magazine. I've never licked them. Maybe bust nuts on them, but never licked them. No shame. I don't care. But um, Block. What is the plan? The plan is Killer goes in unmasked and it's just perfect, like she's about to buy something. And your boy Block sneaks in. Because he's like, the homie know me, so I'll be able to just get in there and get out. So he seems like, hey, Block, what's up? He's like, hey, what's good, nigga? Hey, uh, empty the register. And your boy's like, he's just as shocked as I was when I heard this is what the plan was. I was like, what? Like, the fuck you doing, bro? Like, we thought we was cool, and your man's just like, nah, fuck that. Empty the register. So he does. And as he's leaving, your boy hits, I, I guess what, it meant, I thought he hit an alarm or something, because he hit, it looked like he pushed something and he ducked. But the cops are already there, and... Uh, I mean, if the motherfucking cop wasn't looking at the porno mag, he did seen exactly what was happening. I guess Block got lucky; he even got as far as he did because the minds, the minds, <laughs> your man's was looking at the porno mag. But he finally does look up, and he's like, "Oh, uh, freeze, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> what the fuck, cop in the bathroom? hears what's going on, and he goes out there with nothing but shitty asshole because there was also they showed he there was no toilet paper rolls, and now he got to run out there. So your man's is doing everything I'm about to tell you about. He's doing with shit all up in his ass. Remember that. Good visuals for you. you no, know, they get into like a little baby shootout inside the store. It goes outside. Block gets in his car and he bangs the fuck out without Killer. And the shit ass cop, shitty ass cop, there you go, follows after Block in the car. But then the new cop and Killer, they actually do like a foot chase down the alleyway. Killer gets shot in like the shoulder and it falls down. It's like, ah oh, shit, god damn, you know, doing all that. And the cop is like talking mad shit. And actually, it's like, put, I think, put the gun inside the inside the hole. He's like, yeah, yeah, that hurt? Yeah, yeah, get, got me out here motherfucking running and shit. Turn your motherfucking ass over in that handcuffs So, killer going to jail. Block actually ends up getting away in the car, though, and the dude is pissed because, you know, it's like, well, he got away. And pretty much, the block is hot. Hey. Everybody's after your man. Because, like I said, he's out here robbing everybody. So, of course, they're not going to be happy about this. And then they find out who did it. They're going to be after him. So, you man, get basically getting shot at by everybody. He gotta constantly have his head on the swivel because you never know where the bullets is gonna come from. And actually show him just walking up the street and some dudes roll up in like a little van or a truck and just start bucking at his ass. So gotta get the fuck off the streets. Another reason why I never wanted to be involved in none of this shit. And um, I guess because of everything going on, your man finds Jesus, cause they show him in the hotel room reading the Bible and still popping the X pills and shit. Is that what happens next? Because I know they showed there's like a whole big montage of him reading the Bible and like he's they show him standing outside with his arms in the air and everything like that. And I did laugh my ass off at that. But yeah, I think after this he goes to say he's like fuck it. Yeah, that's what that is what happens because the voiceover says he's like, hey man, look, I know I robbed a lot of people, but it's only really one person I know that got to schmuck with me like this heavy that would keep constantly sending dudes after me. So he actually goes over to see the homie Wodey and he sneaks inside. And he pulls a chopper out, and the like the homies and everybody in there are like, oh, where what? No, I take that back. He he goes up, he shoots somebody in the back of the head. Cause I remember laughing because nobody really reacted to that the way I would think somebody would. Like if I was sitting there and I seen my dude get shot in the back of the head, I would not just be like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Like, man, we'd have jumped that motherfucker. Like, did something. Like, let him come up and shoot PJ in the back of the head. Like, I don't give a fuck if I get shot. I'm I'm not gonna sit there. So I thought that was fucking weird. They shoots dude. Somebody else says something smart. He shoots him. And then there's another guy. It's actually the guy from Trap Life that I was telling you about. The lead actor from that movie. He's a little cameo here. He's like, hey, man, look. I don't know what the fuck going on. I don't know who the fuck you are. I ain't got nothing to do with this, man. give me the fuck out of here. But as he's saying that, they also show that he's reaching for his chopper. So Black smokes his ass. So right now, it's just he sitting there. And they you know, had the little face off and everything's like, What is like, all oh, this over a bitch? And then your man was like, nah, fuck all that. It ain't even just about that, bro. You got you sending motherfuckers out to me. You've been disrespecting me, you've been doing all this other shit. And so they, it's almost like a little standoff, because I think they're both reaching for the gun, but your boy Black, of course, shoots him dead in the forehead. So he dead as fuck. But then as he's getting ready to leave, your man is hopped up on that X. And he's he hears something coming up behind him and he turns and he shoots without really paying attention to what he's doing. Hits some little somebody's son, I don't like maybe like eight, ten year old kid gets a hot one right into the motherfucking chest and of course your man feel like shit about it because he's like i ain't mean to shoot no goddamn kids in this bitch so he goes over and he like cradles the kid in his arms and the kid ends up just dying well dying in quotations because they show him later because there's sirens now which police are coming somehow never come that fast in the hood anyway which is fake but (laughs) he lays the kid down and uh I'm pretty sure the kid's supposed to be dead, but you can see the eyes that are closed, but you can see them still twitching under the eyelid. But I mean it's a kid, so I'm not knocking him. He's like, just play dead, kid. Like, okay, I close my eyes. And he got like the he got his mouth open so that like the fake blood oozes out. So I'm guessing the kid is dead as fuck. And so he gets out of there and your man is having a super panic attack, which I mean I would probably too if I accidentally smoked somebody's kid. Cause he's like almost like contemplating suicide and he's in there like having like breathing all heavy and he ends up overdosing. So he wakes up in a motherfucking hospital. Find out he's been there for weeks. And his cousin and his girl Carmen are there. And they're trying to get him the fuck out of there. And the doctor's like, hey, uh, get the fuck out for me. I got to talk to your man. And he tells him, like, hey, man, look. This life you leading, you got to get off this shit, bro. Because you got an enlarged thyroid. And you also got fucking heart failure. He's like, your heart is beating like less than 10% or some shit like that. So basically... You one fucking panic attack from being dead as fuck. So you need to find something else to do with yourself, goddammit. So they end up letting him out the hospital. He's up going to live with Carmen. And you get another little montage, I guess, of him trying to, I guess, leave a, a straight life. And he's like going to church with her. And he's sitting at home. And you find out he's writing poetry and all this other type of shit like that. And he ends up telling her, he's like, man, this ain't me, man. This ain't my life, man. All I know is robbing motherfuckers and selling dope. And she like, nah, you can't do that. That life is killing you. You got to find something to do with yourself. I'm trying to better you, nigga. And you get the whole little love montage where they show them falling in love. He's like sitting there with her. They're watching Clueless. No, that's, that's no, that was before they was watching Clueless on TV. Oh, they're watching some on TV with Girly, And he's sitting there, you know, going to church with her. And they're all hugging and all this other type of shit. And then, like I said, she found out, though, that he was doing poetry. She's like, yo, read me some of your poetry, son. And he does, and she's like, yo, you should do something with that. That could be something that you can look into. And so he finds out, or he doesn't find out. We find out his cousin has been fucking with him has a studio. So he goes to the studio, drops some bars in the booth, and uh, he's like, yo, I got this show coming up. You should come fuck with it, man. You should really fuck with these bars. And so he's like, all right, bet. Go to the club. And, uh, oh, the movie pretty much catches up with itself at this point. Well, kind of. Because it's about to be that club scene in the beginning where he got shot. That's the club scene that they're about to go to where he's going to start dropping them bars. And you also find out that Killer got out of jail. I don't know how much time has passed, but I would think that motherfucker would have got more than that. But whatever, I don't know how that shit worked. So Killer's out of jail. Links up with him at the club before he performs. It's like, yo, man, I found this lick that we need to hit, but I need you on it, bruh. And Block is like, man, look, I don't do that shit no more, man. He's like, I fuck with you, man, but I can't do it. He's like, but you can stay and fuck with this show, though. And she's like, all right, bet. That's cool. I got you. Now the movie pretty much is exactly where it was or it started. Where He's back. at He's on stage. And the one thing I didn't know for sure, it looked like dude, but I wasn't sure because it's been like an hour and a half since you've seen this motherfucker. And he hasn't been mentioned at all. While he's on stage performing, like I said in the beginning, he got shot. And they showed the dude that shot him. And it looks like the motherfucker, what was his name? Deshaun from the basketball court that has smacked up on his girl. And he went pistol whipped. I think it was that guy. It looked like him. And they don't really expressly say who it was. But that motherfucker is the one that's about to smoke his ass. And um, they show him to get shot. Again, it's they, the same shot. And it's almost, it reminded me of like a bootleg Menace Society ending. Because you remember Menace Society when we talked about it. It ended with Kane getting sprayed the fuck up. And had the voiceover that I was like, yo, you know. I never knew he was going to come back dumping like this. You know, I did too much to be able to get out of this alive. You know, all that type of shit. And it's pretty much saying the same exact thing. And I was confused as I was like, wait, what? Because then they show Carmen, you know, Cradle and Block looking dead as fuck. And I forget what he says, but it pretty much alludes to him being dead. And then the credits start. And I'm like, wait, I thought this shit was based off a true story. How the fuck are you dead at the end? And I know you're not dead because you wrote this goddamn script. Unless it's just something I don't know. Maybe he wrote it before he died. I don't fucking know. But I was like, wait, what? I was super confused at the fucking end because I was thinking, like, all right, you know, he's going to be back at the hospital again or something like that. And the credits ran. I was like, wait, what? That nigga dead? <laughs> it was so fucking weird. But that that was it, though. That was fucking burner. Like, it's, I'll tell, you know, I'll, I'll break it down when I get a score because I had a lot of thoughts and I was super. Not knowing what I was gonna get this movie, but I I think I know what I'm gonna give it now. But I'm gonna play promo, maybe some ads. I didn't play a ton of music, so maybe Age Radio will let me play some ads and I get yelled at. <laughs> we'll be right back, man. Wow, you look great. Thanks. It's because I've been listening to the So Wizard podcast. So Wizard podcast. That's that weekly nerdy movie review and news podcast, right? That's right, and it's available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. They even have a YouTube channel too. Hey, I'm gonna go listen to So Wizard Podcast right now. Four nerds with the weekly podcast and a YouTube channel about movies. Check out So Wizard Podcast today at SoWizardPodcast.com. All right, so, block burner. I was, I was at a conundrum with this movie because it it has entertaining moments. I was into it. The biggest problem with this motherfucking movie is that, like I was saying in the beginning of the show, I can believe that this is based off of real shit because it feels like just random ass things happening. Like life. Life is just random shit happening. You know, you go to work every day. That's always, the, you know... Do what you the norm, you know, but then there's always random shit that happens, you know. You might get a phone call from a family member that's like, Hey, I need you to give me a money, or hey, I need you to do this, hey, I need you to do that. Just random shit. And that's pretty much what the movie felt like. There's no real plot. There's no nothing. There's no real you know, drama or, you know, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um there's like no struggle to keep you invested. It's just pretty much like, honestly, it just felt like they could, this could have been like home movies. They could have been, my man Black just had somebody recording his life. Like I said, in which case, if you wanted to go for realism, you did it. But at the same time, it didn't make for the best viewing experience. Because I want something to happen to keep me invested in the movie. You know, you can only do so many drug making montages and hustling montages before I start to get bored. And I found myself getting bored several times during the movie. So I checked the timer I forgot to write it down. It was at least four times, so I checked the timer, like, all right, how much longer is left? Like, because I'm like, what the fuck is going to happen? Like, we're running out of time here. The best stuff in the movie is him beefing with Wodey because that's when you get some actual tension going on. It's like, okay, you know, he says that was his homie, now he's fucking this girl, he's betraying him. It's like, okay, this is what I want. Like, give me give me some of that shit so I can, you know, have something to hook into. But then that kind of goes away. Like I said, he smokes the homie and. It takes a while to get there. And in between there is a bunch of just random shit. Like him... You know, goofy comedy shit with the bass head at the house. Like I was talking about. Or you know, Shit like that. So it's kind of like... It's... It's... It's not the best Hood movie. For sure. But I was... I was between two numbers. and I'm actually thinking I might even be between three now. After talking about it. Because it just... It never really hooked me outside of the, the shit with... I mean... The shit with him and Waltie beefing, and then the shit with them robbing that corner store. Because I was just like, "Wait, why the fuck are you doing this?" Like, those are like the two best things in the movie. Everything other than that, it had moments, but it was really dull. Like, and I mean the shit, the uh, basketball court with him pissed up and do made me laugh. Like I said, it's just shit like that. It's just like little moments, but the it, the plot failed it. Now I know the homie wrote it. Like I said, he probably wrote it based off of shit that really happened in his life, and it feels that way. But it just didn't make for the best movie watching experience. Like if if this should have been twenty minutes shorter, it might have been better. But as it is now, I it just it, it was dull at times, man. It it lost me a few times here and there. So I was debating between the five and the six. But now I think I'm actually debating more between the four and the five, man. Because just looking, just thinking back on it now, I just like because if I had watched it the day I like I, I recorded it this day I watched it, it might have been better. But now that I've had time away from it. And I'm like, I can barely remember anything of about it anymore. Fuck, man. I think I got to give it a four. Cause I just, it didn't hook me enough, man. Just, I needed more plot. I needed more drama. And I know usually I tell you to save it for your mama, but I needed something here. You know, just how do I put this? the, the drug shit and the hustling shit. I won't it's not normal, but it's, it's, it's shit that I've seen before from movies in real life. Cause I've had friends that hustled and shit. So, it doesn't really entertain me a whole lot because it's like I've I've seen this, you know, in life, in movies and everywhere else. So, I needed something else other than that. You know, some people do get a thrill out of just seeing the shit that they do in movies, and that's cool. But I needed something more than that personally. So, it had its moments. It had about, like I said, about four things I mentioned that I fucked with. So, I'm going to give it that four. And like I said, of all the Maverick movies we watched, it might be my least favorite. But it wasn't the worst movie I've seen before. But I just needed a little bit more, man. Just give me a little bit. Because like I said, Trap Life, whenever we watched that movie, I think I got that shit like an 8 on the Letterboxd review. I fucking love that one because it just had the conflict going on. It had the drama. It had the goofy shit. It was like, I had almost everything I wanted. Just let me down, man. Because that trailer, if you saw the YouTube video and saw that trailer... Like, that trailer is way more exciting than the actual movie was. And that was that the was disappointment. I thought I was about to get some more Trap Life type shit. But I didn't. So, as it stands, Blackburner, you get your 4 out of 10. And hopefully... Because Chad Hendricks, the director of this movie in Trap Life, there was a movie that he made I need to watch. So, he's one for two for me right now. But yes, there's a movie he has called Cracker Jacked from 2003. And the plot is... A white boy gets mudholed and plots revenge on the brothers at a house party in the Dirty South. I need to see that movie. Is it on Tubi? It's not. I'll probably have to find a DVD of that. But I want to see that. So Chad Hendricks may become a name we get from with on this podcast. Because this movie, we're going to do Trap Life. And that movie has to be seen after I read Destinous. So there you go. That's the fun fucking movie. 4 out of 10. Black burner. It's on Tubi if you want to check it out. Uh, we do have segments on the show and I forgot the card. So give me one second. I honestly think I did good with my half of my mouth being numb. And I think it's starting to go away a little bit because I can tell my voice doesn't sound as weird as it did when I first started this. But oh good yeah, two, two for one on this card. Ah, I I know one of the people. I hate to say I don't know the other one, but we're about to find out together. Black History Flash card for this week from the Urban Intellectuals. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry if I fuck your name up, dog. I've never seen this name before. I'm gonna say Gwen G-U-I-O-N. That's kind of what it seems like it would be. Now, I don't think it'd be Gwion, so I'd be Gwen, maybe? Blueford Jr. and Mae Jemison. I know. Blueford was born November 22nd, 1942, and it's still alive. And Mae Jemison was born October 17th, 1956, and it's still alive. I think it's uh, not Wednesday, 1956. It had to be TNG then. She actually is in an episode of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. She's working on that. I think she's on the transporter uh, little dial thing in Star Trek The Next Generation, so. She was in Star Trek. Gwen Bluford was the first African-American to travel into space in 1983 on the Challenger. Didn't know that. Throughout his career, he made four trips into space, and he was inducted into the International Space Hall of Fame in 1997 and the United States Astronauts Hall of Fame in 2010. Mae Jemison was the first female African-American astronaut, and she first took flight in 1992 on the Endeavor. Mae was the first female African-American to be admitted into the astronaut training program. She established the Jemison Group, which is a company that seeks to develop, marketing, research, advanced technologies. Both Gwen and May are also scientists, along with being astronauts. Gwen Blueford Virginia May Jemison. First black man in space. And the first black woman to be admitted into the astronaut training program. And the first black woman uh, to take flight on the Endeavor. So both of them were, were the first of their genders, I guess you could say. First black man, first black woman. There you go. In space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of Babylon 5. Yeah, I know I mixed references. That's three references. Who the fuck knows what all three of those references were I just made? Come on. Because that third one is the motherfucker. Yeah, I give you this. there's a Star Trek, there's Babylon 5. What is the third one? Yeah, real nerds know the third one. Um, What else we got for you? I don't, shit. I don't want to do OD questions without PJ, and I don't think we have any anyway. But if you do want to send us questions or discussion topics, you get us up at hvhpodcastod at gmail.com I will say we got a new patron multiple patrons I don't well I might have mentioned him already I'm not sure with Justine but pre fuck it new patrons in the last 30 days we got Justine from Soup Complex shout out to you Dwayne George shout out to you and Jacob Killjoy shout out to you always happy to have new patrons and all three of y'all nope sorry Justine gave me her movie Dwayne George and Jacob Killjoy I need y'all movies so I can add them to the list Justine gave us uh, Demon Knight the Tales from the Crypt movie I've never seen it before, and she finally gave me a reason to buy it, and so I do own it. So one day we're gonna watch that shit. I don't know when if he'll pick it. Maybe we'll say for Halloween. I don't know. Demon Night will be done because of Justine. So thank you. I think no, you know I I, I can't remember. I when I um bleh, when I put the movies out the box from the uh, IG video, there were several that you guys were like, oh, you have to do this. So I took them out of the box and I put them into the Patreon. Oh not Patreon, uh the podcast bags over here. I can't remember what they all were, so let's look real quick. So you got new movies added to the potential Patreon. Oh, damn it. Uh podcast bag. I keep saying Patreon. We have Minority Report. I've never seen that before. Drumline, never seen before. Pretty and Pink, never seen before. Uh what is it? Dirty Dancing, never seen before. Cruel Intentions, I've seen parts of. And the good parts, hey. Uh Fucking That's so Raven. I forget who in the chat wanted me to pull That's So Raven. So I guess at some point, maybe that'd be a Patreon hustle. Four episodes and never before. So five episodes. Holy shit. I don't know if we're going to do all five of them. But That's So Raven, I guess is in my fucking future somewhere. Uh, Fear. The Marky Mark movie. Ray. Ray Charles movie I've never seen before. And uh should be a couple more. Oh, Hood movie. Actually, legit Hood movie called What We Do. The Freeway and all them in there. It was another state property type movie. And then my favorite thing, because I didn't know I still had it somewhere. Back when uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine came out, it got leaked. And that leaked version wasn't finished. It had like, the computer graphics weren't done yet. So sometimes when CG shit would happen, it would turn into like a PS1 looking game. I have that fucking disc now. So at some point we're going to do X-Men Origins Wolverine, but we're going to watch that leaked version. Not the real version because it's going to probably be way more entertaining. And I told uh, Joey and Markellis, you're going to be there for that. Since y'all motherfuckers fuck with all this comic book shit every week. Markellis knows. I ain't tell Joey yet. Joey might be finding out as he listens to this. So, hey, Joey, you're coming back for the X-Men Origins Wolverine leaked version. I don't know when. When we can coordinate all four of us together. Aubrey can get on there, too, if she wants to. Fuck it. Everybody get on there. But we're going to fucking do it, goddammit. Keep an eye out for that. Um, Other than that, though, shit, man. I guess I just got some info for you real quick. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do so basically on Twitter. That's the best place to get in contact with me. And you can follow us at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase rcast, HVH podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook at Home Video Hustle. We're on YouTube at Home Video Hustle. Just type in Home Video Hustle on the search bar. New videos every Wednesday and whenever I got something for you throughout the week. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, I'm forgetting something Facebook, I'm forgetting something, what the fuck am I? We're on TikTok, we do have a TikTok, I don't barely updated, it, but I'm going to start doing it more uh, PJ has music on SoundCloud at 614p underscore music uh, We have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash home video Hustle. Two tiers, $1 tier, $3 $1 tier, $3 tier, don't hold two fingers, goddammit And um You get bonus episodes. You get full video recordings of the podcast. I am recording this as I'm talking, so you'll be able to get this as a little uncut video. I did record for about a few minutes before I started this, so there's a little extra there. And you can make us watch movies. If you're a $1 patron, you can do it once. $3 patrons, you can just do it as long as you're a $3 patron. And we're going to try and get... Once we get out of Black History Month Marathon, PJ has to watch Star Wars. And then we might just say, fucking just do Patreon movies for a while just to get them all... We, we there's a lot of them we need to still do for the end of the year so we might just start cranking them bitches out maybe like two weeks of bags and two weeks of Patreon like kind of split it like two random two Patreon two random two Patreon something like that just so we can finally get y'all shit in there Um, I think that might be about it I got for you I ain't got nothing else probably not um, if, as this comes out I should have been on the superiority complex for like the fifth week in a row fourth or fifth week in a row because they had me watching the fugitive this episode which I still need to watch, which I might do tomorrow, actually. Um, I see I started my new school shit, so I got to kind of make... Now I got two classes now, so just one. Hey, real shit, patting myself on the back. I passed a math class with a perfect fucking score. It's the first time in my life I've ever done that shit before, and I'm hyped for it, so fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. So, but now I got to take another math class, which is like, meh. But I feel a little bit more confident now. But I also get to take my first IT class, which is going to be fun, because what we're doing in this class is, is teaching me like all the iot the internet of things type stuff and i'm actually going to build a uh, home security device i think it said i'm going to build like one of those things like you put on the door like on the door frame so when you open it up it like detects when doors open and shit and they even said we're gonna make a motion detector like i got this big ass box they called it uh what is it called fuck it's like some kind of kit i forget the letters for it but it's like all these little open opened it up i didn't know what the fuck was gonna be in there and it's like a bunch of like Components and pieces and like wires and shit. I was like, oh, I'm about to build some shit. And I saw that we was building home security things. I was like, that's hard. Cause if I can get that bitch to actually work work, I'ma actually use it. Shit, I ain't paying fuck a ring of alarm. I'll make my own ring alarms, bro. Ring the alarm, bitch. I broke my back. Spinal. <laughs> that was unintentional, but I love it. So yeah, your boy out here getting smarter. So shout out. Shout out. Shout out. God it. Uh, There's a short episode for y'all this week too, which is good for me because I gotta edit this. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Blockburner, just you. I don't know if y'all watch it. To let me know what y'all think. Am I tripping? I don't know. I just maybe because I'm not. I'm ingrained in this type of culture thing with all the movies and music and shit I listen to and the people I've been around. Like it just didn't do a lot for me, man. I don't. Know. I needed more. Maybe you guys can watch it. Maybe to entertain you a little bit more if you're not as involved in this type of shit. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do this shit now. Is next week? I don't know. I guess we're going to have to cut one of the movies we picked out of the lineup. And I guess I'll just ask PJ what movie he thinks he wants to cut because it's kind of fucked. Because we picked some good shit for this month and now we got to cut one. I know one he's not. He's not the last movie we have. He's not going to cut that. Because that's a friendship fundamental and he's been wanting to get in on the podcast forever. The other one is one he's never seen before and it relates to a joke he likes to make. So maybe he'll leave that. But then the other two, though... I think I know which one he's... If he has a cut one, I know which one he's going to cut, I think. Which will hurt me because I don't want it to be cut. But he doesn't have the affinity for it that I have, so... And then the other one's like a classic. He He's not going to want to cut that. Fuck. I just, that just... Yeah, I know which one he's going to cut. Fuck, man. That's all right. I'll I'll, I'll bring it back, though. Fuck that. I, wanted, I was hyped for that movie. Now we probably ain't going to watch it, but it's all right. I'm going to bring it back. So come back next week. I'm... I don't know. Hopefully he'll be here. Shit, I don't know. If he is, though, if basically if he cuts that movie, it'll be the movie that we were supposed to do today. So then the schedule will be back to normal. And so if he does that, then next week's movie is gonna be one that is everybody, all y'all motherfuckers will know it. And if you don't know it, I'll legit I will legit be shocked if you've never seen it before, honestly. So and I think even Soup Complex said they're gonna cover it sometime soon. So like they're even doing it. So it's like everybody has seen this movie before. So next week you'll wanna come back for that. But until then i just going to tell you that. I'm Brent. I did not mean to push that button. I am fucking up so hard right now. See, it's throwing me off not having PJ. Because I am was, I was waiting on him and then I fucked up. So let's run that back. I'm Brent. <laughs> oh, man. This is how it is when PJ not here, man. I'm like numbed and doped up off goddamn Dentistry shit. But yeah. Have a good rest of your Friday. Have a rest of whatever the fuck that you listen to this on. Blockburner is on Tubi if you want to check it out. And if you do, please let me know what you think. Cause I'm very curious to know. It's an hour and thirty nine minutes. It's not long, but it's just nah. It's not as enthralling as I would want it to be. But shout out to Maverick though, cause I still fuck with y'all though. Like this is of all the movies I've done, this is the only one I really haven't liked. And even the goofy ones like Snitch in New York and Pressure, I like those. This is the only one that just. It didn't have the the, the the drama and shit I needed And the, the conflict But it didn't, didn't have the goofy shit in it Like pressure and fucking Stitcher New York Are fucking hilarious So I just need a little bit more memory, But still shout out to you guys For fucking with us too So I've been telling y'all for a minute I'm gonna get y'all back on the podcast And I got you back in there But next week like I said Classic black movie Everybody has seen it Has one of my favorite soundtracks of all time If you want a spoiler because I'm sure this will be a spoiler. Because pe- people that know me, it's a spoiler. If you don't know me like that, you won't know what I'm talking about. But it stars my favorite rapper of all time. Who doesn't know what it is now? But come back next week and hear all about that. If PJ's not here, it'll be just me. We won't be doing that movie. I'm not doing that movie without PJ. But hopefully, he'll be here. So until then, peace.